Welcome to Raspberry Tea Pod Chat. I'm Claire. I'm Claire. And I'm Jo. <laughs> CCJ. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I'll start this one off in the correct way. Um, hello. Hello. How is everybody? Hello. Um, we want to talk about something today, which whether you are employed or self-employed or even don't work at all, you probably have, and that's the dreaded to-do list. <laughs> and specifically, what happens when things don't go to plan? Now, this was a Claire idea. Again, so I will hand over, but I just want to throw my hat into the arena straight away and say, I love it when things don't go to plan. I certainly keep trying to toes, don't it, when it don't go to plan? To do, it's life. I, Interesting. I like to do lists because I like to see progress and tick things off when I've done it or it's complete or things like that and it just helps me keep up very organized because my brain is like a firework factory there's so much going off in it I need the list to keep me on track and does it it does generally but I think one of the things that I'm guilty of is I to-do list high level and I don't take into account that the top, top high level things actually got four or five little things that need yeah. to be underneath it. Yeah. And then I, so then I, I think, right, I'm going to put five things on the list for today, but the five high level things. So I'm, I'm knackering myself up before I've even started. So I've tried to separate it out and I've, I've even started planning the to-do list for the week on say client work. So I put, right, I'm going to work on this client, these three clients, work jobs this day this on this day this on this day this on this day and that's helping me a little bit more because I'm not making them high level I'm just thinking about the project and going to the next stage on the project I also do um, an urgent important grid matrix of when I'm trying to get everything out of my head I've got to do like you've got the finance to do and you've got the admin and the banking and invoicing as well as client work and I think it's just an organization tool really that I do use, and I could probably use it better if I'm honest. So if I, I've just glazed manage, over completely. You said what? I've just glazed over completely. All of that. <laughs> <laughs> Not the fact that Claire was talking, just the fact that of the to-do list. The thought of high level points on a to-do list, and yeah, yeah, let's not go there. Yeah. And and I was going to ask. Okay, so. How do you feel if you haven't achieved the things that you set out to achieve that day? Sometimes it's like, oh, well, I'll stick that on tomorrow. And the other time it's, oh, damn it, I wanted to get that done today. So can it, can it, affect, it can go both ways. I was going to say, can it affect your performance? That's probably the wrong way of asking. Um, She's female, we're all right. Yeah, that's true. Can it really impact the next day if you are setting off the next day three points behind where you wanted to be when you'd ended the previous day does that make sense it could but I, I i don't i don't plan it like that I, I plan for a little bit of buffer and i have i have days that have got gaps in i think one of the things that i found has affected the to-do list and the way that I plan my work out and the week out is because I have an automated meeting booking system mm -hmm. so you have to leave gaps in your diary so that people can book meetings with you but you kind of leave gaps in your diary for buffers and things to happen 
Claire's shaking her head with glee here. I have an automated dial link, but if they can't, if I can't fit them in, I can't fit them in. Well, this is this is how mine's working working now. It's pretty much that that's the that's the space that's there that I'm available to drop the list kind of thing and and change what I'm doing. But it's um it's interesting, I think, juggling it all. Because you've got I, see, I see you, Claire. I see you getting really frustrated at yourself with this because you'll let all the shiny, bright things take your attention and then you've not achieved what you set out to achieve and that gets you quite frustrated. The magpie syndrome effect. And we've done a previous pod chat on that, which was very interesting. Hmm. But... And Claire is a million times better than when we recorded that pod chat. I have to say, a million times better. But I still do see you getting very frustrated because you've allowed yourself to get distracted by something else and not quite achieve what's on the to-do list. And I think that's <laughs> the downside of a to-do list. Yes. It's great to keep you on track. Yeah. But if you're the sort of person that, affected by not achieving what you set out to achieve for whatever reason that might be and and sometimes there's very very good reason why we're taken away from work for a period in a day um it can be quite a negative thing to have a to-do list have you always been a to-do list person claire froggett usually but it's in my head so I think writing it down on paper, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to free my mind up because my mind's very busy. So I've probably done, I've probably done lists for a long time, but I've always kept a, like a mental list. I absolutely love, love lists. I, I absolutely love to-do lists. Whether I take any notice of them is a completely different matter, as Claire can probably attest to, to be honest. Um, I've even got two whiteboards stuck on my office wall and I've got a to-do list here on one notebook and a to-do list on another piece of paper. I just love lists. I just love writing. I can't, I can't work with electronic calendar reminders anymore because I did that for way, way too long. And everything was, you've got to stick to a certain time. You've got to be here at a certain time. You've got to set off at a certain time. Drove me insane. And it's almost like I'm rebelling and I want that freedom. But I just love writing, so I'll write lists. <laughs> Doesn't necessarily help me in life, but there you go. You see, I have a list. And I try and put it in priority order. Yeah. But I scribble all over it all the time. Yeah. And so every few days I go, okay, let's clean this up and start afresh. And I rip it out and start a new page yeah. and, and put the bits that are still on it on. I wouldn't say mine is a to-do list of I've got to do that today or these are the things I want to do today. It's literally, I tried to do it electronically using the equivalent of Trello boards. Yeah. And I just don't use them properly. I, I like to have a notepad at the side of me that has that list on that I can scribble on. Mm. It's more a reminder things that are in the schedule as opposed to a to do now I mean I think the way that we work 
um, in the system that we use, it is like a Trello board, isn't it? As yeah. a, like you say, it is a reminder because my God, what we're going through at the minute, if we didn't have that and we didn't put them on there straight away, we'd be completely lost. I think you certainly over the last year have probably calmed me down somewhat because I did used to say, right, if I don't get it done today, all hell's going to break loose. And I used to leave it right till the last minute. And I was so not unorganized, but I was just rebelling against time, wasn't I? I hmm. think that was what it was. Um, now it's so completely different. I get ahead of the game. So it's not a to-do list. It's a reminder. And actually, if you don't put the pressure on yourself to finish it today, you're more likely to want to. Yeah. I think it's it's one of those things, isn't it? It's every, and it comes back to everybody working differently. Yeah. You know, I'm somebody who, you know, when I was employed at the university, I was writing bids for multi-million pound grants and awards. I'd know about these bids with probably three months' notice. Mm. Now, if I started drafting it three months ahead of deadline or my deadline, because it would always go to somebody else before it was submitted after me. Yeah. Um, if I started three months before, I would have to scrap it and rewrite it a number of times. Mm. So I only ever used to start them with giving myself a maximum of two weeks, mm -hmm. sometimes a week, but it depended what else was on, what was else was happening. And that's because I'm somebody who formulates things in my head. Yeah. I don't formulate on paper and I get very frustrated if I've committed something to paper and then have to start afresh. Mm -hmm. I like to gather my ideas, but not everybody's like that. Some people want to draft and edit drafts and do it that way. It's, it's like the thing that I don't work well creatively in the morning. So I do admin type things and meetings in the morning because yeah. I write better from sort of one to o'clock onwards to yeah. seven at night. And it's all about knowing yourself, isn't it? Yeah, and trusting in yourself, I suppose, because I don't think there's ever been a time that we've let a client down and we've not hit a deadline. We've no. worked to it. Claire, you're probably the same. If you say it's going to be done, it's done. you get it oh, done. Yeah. Um, I, I I mean, at times I've had to-do lists of to-do lists and then to-do lists of to-do lists. And it's like you say, you start at a really high level. By the time you work out how many things are, elements are within each of those points, you could have a whole A4 sheet full of stuff to do today. But you see, that's where I get very disheartened. So if I've got a biggish project to do, yeah, and there's 50 steps under that, for example, yeah. that then overwhelms me. Yeah. I think I'm never going to get to there. Yeah. It, particularly if there are steps that I don't quite understand because they're new to me. So it might be a new piece of technology or something like that. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I'm, I'm a complete user of technology. I don't want to understand how it works. I just need to know what button to press. Yeah. Um, and as long as it works, I'm happy. But I find if I break those top level goals or to do's down into manageable chunks, which is what we're a lot of people would advise us to do, mm. I get completely overwhelmed and think, well, I'm never going to get there. It has the opposite effect with me. Isn't it funny? And yet everything else you're so laid back about. 
and and you do trust that it's going to happen and you do trust that it will get done I think I'm laid back because I identify what doesn't work for me that stresses me yeah yeah and so I don't do it yeah a a business I am a business coach's worst nightmare (laughs) I literally am a business coach's worst nightmare because they could tell me little steps they are black and blue in the face and I could pay end up paying them tens of thousands of pounds I'm still not going to do it that way I'm not I think that's the thing though and you make a good point there there's all these different sorts of tools and techniques and things you can do to either break things down or have things high level so they don't overwhelm you it's about finding the right thing that fits for you yeah sometimes you've got to try it and see if it works because it might find something that works and sometimes you just think, well, I know that's going to work. I'm not even going to waste, not going to work even. I'm not going to waste my time doing it. I know me. Yeah. Because you've known yourself for a long time. And, and I think it's about bringing the, the skills and tools and things that you know from your life, really, not just. I'm in this business now. Things have to be different. They have to be done a certain way. No, they don't. Because if you've worked in several places or you've done things before, like you might have run the house or how you've managed the kids and doing to school and planning and parties and stuff like that, you have to be organised in life. You might find it, find it, you might find it. You might have found a way that suits you that you can then use in your business now. Just because lots of people do things a certain way doesn't mean to say that you have to do them that way as well if it doesn't work for you. That's, that's it, isn't it? It's, you know, if you are in business or, like you say, you're, you're running a, a busy household or whatever, you hear these things, you hear tips, you hear advice, you might read books, uh, watch something, whatever it might be. And I think the biggest mistake anybody can take is to go I have to do that because this person who knows better tells me to there is a blueprint for this I have to follow it yeah what 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 you've got to think is when somebody's putting content out there to publicly or to a group whether that's a small group or a large group it's generic content yeah generic advice it's what worked for them or what they theory that they believe in it's not specific for your business and we've said this for years haven't we between us you you need to listen to those things and go what's appropriate for me yeah. and my business mm-hmm. take those bits rather than go I have to do it that way because this person I respect says I have to do it that way mm. And your to-do list is exactly the same. Some people tell you to chunk it down and have a, a long list that you can work through, sort of a projecty plan style thing. Some people will tell you to only put a maximum of three or five things on your list for the day, day that you're going yeah. to achieve. Yeah. It, it's what works for you. Or doesn't I, I've tried all different ways as well. So... Um, for listeners out there that don't know, I have a body shop business, but I also write with Claire in Raspberry Flamingo. And Claire's already said that she writes better sort of after one o'clock. Her creativity comes out after one o'clock-ish. It's not like dead on one o'clock, but it's in the afternoon after lunch, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I still haven't found my best time. Um, and we have tried endless different ways of 
saying, right, well, I'll, I'll work my body shop business in the morning and then I'll write in the afternoon or I'll write in the morning and do my body shop business in the afternoon. There's an element of it that comes down to letting yourself be flexible as well. We're not going to talk about my personal flexibility again here, but that's what it comes down to. Just working and, on it. <laughs> and not beating yourself up if you don't get those things done. And that's it. It's the, it's the being kind to yourself. You know, yes, if you have a client, you've promised something to, you know, you should always deliver. Absolutely. There's, there's really no, well, there are sometimes excuses, but you should have let them know. Yeah. There's you no know. excuse for going past the deadline without it being notified to the client and, and it being agreed that that's okay. Yeah. You know, I tend to give my clients deadlines or I tell them that we'll, they will get something not wording this right I tend to extend the amount of time we need so we always deliver early so you under promise and over deliver so I give them a longer delivery yeah. time and then deliver sooner yes why won't my brain tell me how to express that in words that is it isn't it under promising and over delivering rather than over promising not hitting the deadline so you under deliver it's the opposite way around sort of yeah 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 anyway yeah so I don't know what I was saying now I've confused myself somebody else talk so yes there's no real <laughs> excuse for not hitting the deadline you were saying if unless well communicate to them at least and let them know yeah and but, don't beat yourself up about it yes that's what I was going to say there is no excuse for not delivering on time however within that time frame you've got use it flexibly if you want to there's nothing that says we have to work nine to five if yeah. you're self-employed or you have your own business now obviously if you've got a team you need to lead by example i'm not saying you shouldn't and if they're expected in the workplace and starting work at nine o'clock why shouldn't you be there and starting at nine o'clock if that's what you know but if you are working from home or you're a solopreneur or whatever term you want to use it work what suits you yeah. you know joe often says to me oh, i'm doing that this weekend and i think why aren't you having the weekend off but that's you isn't it yeah i love working on a sunday i don't know why and yet so many other people say i refuse to work on a sunday yeah. i had saturday off this weekend that's just gone and i worked yesterday it's there's something about the peace of a sunday i just love it and i love working last thing on a Friday as well yeah. our other our other writer Mel that nobody knows but she's there um <laughs> she works in an evening last thing on a Friday Joe I love it because everybody really? else is finished and it just feels like so calm and peaceful oh I, I I don't I've got a thing in my head that's like if anybody tries to book a meeting clients aside I will always make time for clients as long as it's reasonable request but book a meeting like a one-to-one -one or come on a an admin moderator's chat at four o'clock on a Friday no I'm not doing that no for Friday afternoons mine if I choose to work it or I choose to meet with somebody or a client needs something and that's the only day they can do it, not a problem. I will always make that call or do that. But I'm not going to a meeting at four o'clock on a Friday afternoon if I don't have to do it. 
<laughs> that's completely you've and a Sunday, I get you, there's going to be people who like it. And I get you the, the peace because things do seem mm. more calm and quiet and things on a Sunday. And if you need to think, they're great times to do it. Yeah. But yeah, I'm one of them. I don't, Sundays, no. But at the, well, for the last three months, I've not worked any weekends. I don't yeah, work. We all, we all know why. We all know why. Love interest. Love interest. Um, anyway, um, I find, and this is really strange because I've now been out of the corporate world since 2009 so it's been a while yeah yet I find if I want to work on a weekend I am so much more relaxed than in the week mm -hmm. I don't feel it's a different feeling working yeah, on a weekend yeah I don't know if that's because you're not getting emails from your clients and you're not getting phone calls and things because they're not working so you can actually just come into the office and do what you aim to do. And so there's not that pressure to get it done before something else happens. I don't know. Or whether it's just the luxury of, you know, night or, or the pressure that I used to feel on a Monday to Friday uh, that still resonating somewhere right in the back of my mind. It's, it's just the serenity, I think, of just coming and sitting at your desk at the hours that you want to yeah. which we do anyway I know we yes, do exactly. yeah. but Sunday is just like a different feel completely but I get that on a Saturday as well because I, I very often will choose to work on a Saturday not on a Sunday yeah. if I need to um, it's just much more relaxed for yeah. some reason and I don't understand why because like you say we work the hours that we want to yeah there's no pressure on us in any way Monday to Friday so yeah oh okay we've Claire is now holding up on the screen a post-it note that says we're talking about lists sorry hold off so basically similar to lists Yes. The days that you work, because that's how you might plan your week out. If you're writing a list, yes. you might plan to work on a weekend. Just trying to bring it back onto topic, that's all. <laughs> wow, I'm getting to pull people back into line. It's usually me that goes off on a tangent. I think it's right in what you say. You, you, the days that you work, you might find a Saturday or a Sunday or a morning or a night, or you might get up at two in the morning if you suffer insomnia. There's a, a friend of ours, Claire. Kate, I know she does work in the night because she doesn't sleep sometimes and she can get projects finished and completed and be way ahead of the game because she's been up from two till five in the morning and worked. So I think there's there's lots of time and there's lots of different methods. It's the it, it's it's what suits you. Yeah. At the end of the day, I think that's what it comes down to, isn't it? So yes, you might be a, a list person, you might not be a list person. Again, whatever suits you. Imagine I would have a, a Russian doll of lists and lists and lists and lists. And lists, and lists. <laughs> if you could see my desk at this minute, yes, that's probably what it looks like. So I guess that's it then really, isn't it? It comes down to just being kind to yourself and not beating yourself up about it. If you don't get these things done, you can move them on to tomorrow. It's still going to get done at the end of the day, isn't it? As long as you do it, that's all it boils down to. So listen, folks, all I'm going to say is we record these pod chats um, to release to our loving public every week. 
if I remember to do it. Um, oh, no. They're released. It's whether you publicise them or not. Yeah, whether I, whether yeah, they're released anyway on Anchor. It's whether I uh, remember to actually publicise them in in Facebook. So please do feel free to listen back to any of our previous podcasts that we've done. We've been going over a year now. I'd say we're up to about sixty odds, maybe sixty five, seventy by now. Because yeah we've got to be haven't we so they're all there in the back catalogue please do if you think they're going to be useful for anybody please share them with your friends your family um anyone and make sure you comment as well because we actually realized on anchor that you can leave a little voice note for us which claire hates but we will listen to them um or you can comment on our facebook page as well raspberry tea pod chat I don't actually hate the fact that somebody's left a voice note. I just no. dislike voice notes. It's not because somebody's left us one. Did I that just, come out completely wrong? It really did, yeah. I, I just, I'm somebody who only watches videos if they're subtitled. I don't like noise. So somebody leaving me a voice note or a voicemail, I ought to disable my voicemail actually on my phone because the chances of me listening back to it are minuscule. Thanks for that. So anyway, <laughs> if you wouldn't mind sharing and sharing the love and, and, and yeah, spread the love of the Raspberry Tea Podchat. And on that note, it's time for a brew.